good morning, gentlemen. Welcome to the Manny Podcast. It has been, gosh, a little over two weeks since I've put out uh, a podcast. Bad host. I'm slapping the back of my hand. Bad, bad, bad host. Um, but it is a special kind of insanity, uh, a special kind of crazy to um, work two jobs and be in the adoption process. Uh, yeah, my wife and I are in the fostering to adopt process. Um, so we're getting licensed, licensed to uh, foster and, um, and we're going to be uh, fostering to adopt uh, once all that, all the classes and all that process is done. So uh, I need to go back and listen to my own podcast on busyness and, uh, and all that jazz. So anyway, um, I have not had uh, the opportunity to invest in this like I've wanted to. But um, but I'm up early on a Tuesday. It is April the 17th. And before I get going today, uh, for those that are technical out there, the techies that love uh, knowing about gear and all that jazz, uh, today I'm using a different microphone. I'm using, uh, this is the Audio-Technica, and hold on just a second. The ATR2 100 USB mic. And I don't, I'm not using the USB portion because I don't go directly into a computer. I'm just using XLR, XLR out into my uh, H4N Pro uh, handy recorder. And it actually says handy recorder on, on the recorder itself. <laughs> I don't know why it's cracking me up. I wish it said handy dandy recorder. And then that, that'd just be awesome. That'd make my day. Um, but today we're, we're going to be continuing this series, uh, Things to Start Doing for Yourself. And today's topic is value your mistakes. That's something you need to do for yourself. You need to value your mistakes. And I want to start off um, with some quotes like I normally do. So um, I have my paper in front of me. Um, Oscar Wilde is my first quote, quote by him. It says, experience is simply the name we give our mistakes. And then uh, Paul Bear Bryant is quoted as saying, the famous football coach, he says, when you make a mistake, there are only three things you should ever do about it. He says, admit it, learn from it, and don't repeat it. Good advice. Um, Tony Robinson, Robbins is quoted as saying, no matter how many mistakes you make or how slow your progress, you're still way ahead of everyone who isn't trying. So I like that one. Robert T. Kiyosaki, um, he's the uh, guy that wrote all the uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad books. Uh, he's quoted as saying, in the real world, the smartest people are people who make mistakes and learn. In school, the smartest people don't make mistakes. And then Albert Einstein says, uh, a person who never made a mistake never tried anything new. Truer than I would love to admit. Um, yeah, that, that one um, I, have, I have tried firsthand, and that is a true statement. Um, but let's... Give mistakes some definition. Um, so I know we hear the word mistake and we, we have this general idea of what that means. It's a mess up, it's a screw up, it's all that jazz. But like that, going back to that Albert Einstein quote, it says, a person who never made a mistake never tried anything new. So what's a mistake? Well, according to Oxford Dictionary, a mistake is an act or judgment that is misguided or wrong. And then secondly, something, especially a word, figure, or fact, which is not correct in inaccuracy. 
Okay, so mistakes can lead to failure, but failure isn't bad if it creates or improves life or living. So sometimes you have to make mistakes, or let's just say sometimes you have to go backward in order to go forward. Okay, so first the bad news. I want to add a little clarity, a little uh, depth. Let's put some layers in here. Okay, so first off, you got to stop doing things that bring unnecessary chaos into your life, okay? Because these are things I'm not talking about today. This is when I talk about mistakes, I'm not talking about your destructive habits or your destructive philosophies and beliefs. Anything that promotes death or diminishes life, okay, in the lives of people or in your life. And this may take some time. Like if you have a bunch of habits, bad habits, bad philosophies, bad beliefs, um, you're going to have to stop doing those things. You're going to have to eliminate those things. Uh, and again, it may take some time, but these, these have to be recognized and they have to be eliminated in order to fail productively in the future. Okay. And when, when I say fail productively, I'm talking about, uh, there, there's a way to fail non-productively when you learn nothing from it. And if you have a bunch of destructive habits and philosophies and beliefs in your life, they are going to hinder or they're going to blind you um, from your failure. In other words, you're not going to be able to fail productively because you're not going to be able to see what went wrong because you have all these destructive habits um, or these philosophies, beliefs. Um, the world is full of problems that need creative solutions. So start with your own before you take on the world, okay? So you got to get your own house in order before you offer the world your grand solutions, okay? So I'm, I'm not talking about perfectionism today. I'm addressing brazen hypocrisy. You can't ask someone to follow where you're not willing to lead, okay? So you're going to have to first start with you, and you're going to have to get these destructive habits and these belief systems or these crazy philosophies in your own life under control. Okay, so if you've got those, identify them first. Okay, so secondly, you know, we're, we're talking about the bad news first. There's no time for pride or, 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 or ignorance. Um, learn all you can from other people. Okay, eat, eat the meat, spit out the bones. But before you jump into the deep end of the pool, you need to learn from other people. Okay, so there's no reason to fail at something somebody's already failed at. Okay, is there a better technique to swimming? Uh, quite possibly. Um, but you might want to learn some proven drown proofing techniques yourself uh, before you jump into the deep end of the pool um, and, and try to figure out a new way to swim um, and, and, and a new way to show other people how. You might want to learn. Uh, how people have swam for years so that you don't drown first, okay? Um, so before you get in over your head, learn how to learn how to swim. And then if you want to create a better way to swim after that, that's great. But, uh, but all in all, here's what I'm saying. Uh, learn all you can from wisdom before you start failing. Don't fail out of ignorance, okay? Save yourself some time and energy by studying the failure of others. There's, again, there's no use in, in failing in exactly the same way as someone else has already failed. If you're going to fail, fail in a new way. Okay, So here's the good news. 
once your own house is in relative order and you've embraced humility and you've done your due diligence in, minim- in minimalizing blah, 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 and minimalizing ignorance, um, then the sky's the limit. Uh, there's millions of ways to fail, so go have some fun. But, but here's the point. Valuing mistakes is important. Here's why. When you don't see the value of mistakes, you close a very important door to learning. Okay? The easier way to learn is to be educated in what works, to listen to wisdom and people smarter than you about a topic you know nothing about or next to nothing about. But, but somebody somewhere, normally an adventurer, a creative, an inventor, or an early adopter, they jumped in the deep end of the pool and they took a significant risk and they tried something different or perhaps something that had never been done before. And guess what? They didn't get it right the first time. Most likely they failed over and over trying to get it right. And, and they probably cried a few times. Um, and, and they more than likely had to acquire the mental fortitude, that fire in the gut to turn those tears into laughter and learn one of the most fundamental truths of leading uh, or, or creating or thinking outside the box, innovating, building, restoring, mentoring, coaching, whatever. Anything of significance. These people, these, these creative innovators, these early adopters, these adventurers, they had to early on learn rule number six. Rule number six is out of the book, uh, Art of Possibility by Benjamin Rosemond Stone Zander. And here's the story. Here's how it goes. I'm going to tell you a story and then we'll talk about it. But it says two prime ministers were sitting in a room discussing affairs of state. Again, what I'm talking about is rule number six. Okay, This is rule number six. Suddenly a man bursts in beside himself in anger, shouting and stomping and banging his fist on the desk. And, and the resident prime minister admonishes him and he says, Peter, he says, kindly remember rule number six. Whereupon Peter is instantly restored to complete calm, apologizes and withdraws. So the politician returns to their the politicians return to their conversation only be interrupted yet again 20 minutes later by a hysterical woman gesturing wildly like her hair flying and acting all crazy. And again, the intruders greeted with the words, Marie, please remember rule number six. Complete calm descends over her once more and, and uh, she too withdraws with a bow and an apology. And then when the scene is repeated for a third time, the visiting prime minister addresses his colleague and he says, my dear friend, I've seen many things in my life, but never anything as remarkable as this. Would you be willing to share with me the secret to rule number six? Very simple, replies the prime minister. Rule number six is don't take yourself so seriously. Ah, says the visitor. That is a fine rule. After a moment of pondering, he inquires, and what may I ask of the other rules? There aren't any. So here's the moral of the story. If you're going to do anything of significance, anything that leaves a mark, anything that creates a true and lasting change in people's lives, anything of worth, anything that creates, challenges the status quo or shakes things up a bit, you will have to embrace rule number six and learn not to take yourself so seriously. The older I get, the more of a knucklehead that I know I really am. The easier I laugh at myself. Um, I go back and listen 
even even with these podcasts, I go back and listen to my first couple, and I'm like, those are horrible. <laughs> They're bad. Um, but when I started, I was like, you know, I'm going to start it. They're going to suck, and I know it. Um, and, but, but if you can't learn to laugh at yourself, man, um, you're not going to take very many risks, especially if you take yourself too serious because uh, you're just not going to be able to handle uh, all the stupid things you do on the front end. Uh, you have to allow some margin for error because your failure could be uh, or it could become a great invention by accident. Okay, um, Many of the greatest inventions uh, started by accident or were a product of just trial and error. And, uh, and when someone created it, they weren't even trying to create that. They're trying to do something else. Uh, so great things happen along the way. Um, but this leads us to the long game. Okay, So... How could valuing your mistake and failure, how could, how could valuing those things, how could it change the world? Uh, valuing failure allows yourself the grace to create or be creative. Okay, so creation is the antidote to chaos. If you look at uh, scripture, if you look at Genesis 1, 1 through 4, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. There was chaos. If you look that up in the original language, it was chaos. And God was, he was hovering over the chaos for the purpose of bringing order to it. See, he had all the ingredients of something great. He had the canvas, he had the paint, he had the drop cloth. And God gave himself permission to create and bring order out of these out of these raw products, out of the chaos. But what I think is so cool about that, that verse is that um, it says the earth is formless and empty and darkness covered the, the deep waters and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. So he got close to the chaos. I mean, he was hovering over it. He was eye to eye with it. Um, and, this is, and, and then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. So check it out. So God spoke. So basically, he's like, let's do this. Let there be light. And the word brought action. Okay, And, and there was light. And then God observed. So God saw. And then God evaluated. The light was good. And then God distinctly recognized the purpose of each created thing. So he separated light from darkness and made each distinct in order to work together. So you got to value your mistake. But, to, you know, when you're in the creation business, you're going to have to get close to the chaos. And then you're going to have to speak to it. And words bring action. And then you're going to have to observe and you're going to have to evaluate. And then you're going to have to distinctly recognize the purpose of this thing you're creating. And it becomes separate from everything else. And yet it's separate. By that I mean it's made distinct in order to work together with. So God separated light and darkness. But he didn't call the darkness bad. We sleep in the dark. okay? But, he, but one thing had a purpose. He called that day and one thing had a purpose. And he called that night. So here's my call to action to you. I want to give you a, a simple... Uh, next step to implement this change, you gotta you got to stop doing things that are self-destructive, first off. 
Um, a moral mistake is only a mistake the first time. You know, every time after that, it's a choice. So your bad habits and character flaws are, are not what we're addressing today. But you, you got to get serious about your addictions and anything that destroys or minimalizes life. Outside of that, though, you need to value your mistakes so that you don't close the door to learning or creativity. Um, you need to glean from others' wisdom all you can before you jump in the deep end of the pool. And then after you jump in and you take a creative risk, don't take yourself too seriously. Learn to laugh at yourself and allow for some failure. Mark Twain put it like this. He said, name the, great, the greatest of all inventors, accident. That's the greatest of all inventors, accident. So the next time you fail, think again. What can you possibly invent from that? What could be invented from that failure? Okay. So value your mistakes. Now, guys, go be dangerous. <laughs>